Welcome everybody to Brutally Honest Reviews. Um, this is the episode where we discuss mid-90s. Um, mid-90s is an, as, is an episode, is a movie that we watch directed by Jonah Hill, which is the fat, former fat, once skinny, <laughs> then fat again, now skinny again. Then fat again. Then fat again. Is that the only way that right. we're characterizing Jonah Hill? Well, he's shape, he's like a shapeshifter. He fluctuates quite a bit. Yeah, I did not really like Maniac. I did watch that recently. I did not like it. It's in my queue. Haven't watched it yet. Mm. I liked it. Yeah. Off topic though. I know. <laughs> Let's talk about how buff Jonah Hill got. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, mid '90s um, is about the coming of age. Of a kid in the mid '90s, um, about skate, basically a skateboarding movie, coming of age. Um, I'm not gonna go too much into detail right off the bat. What do you think about this movie, Rob? I really like this movie a lot. It's really grounded, down to earth. Seemed really realistic, like you could have lived this movie. In fact, my friend is this movie. Your friend, you say? Oh yeah. <laughs> He knows who he is. <laughs> we all know who he is. He declined questioning. He was supposed to be on this podcast. But anyway, um, that's it. Yeah. All right. Um, so mid-90s, um, I liked it a lot. It was very nostalgic, like you said. Um, I didn't particularly live that life because I skateboarded later when I was 18 and fat and I fell <laughs> once and I almost cried and my leg swelled up to the size of a melon. I remember that. Yeah, I got embarrassed. I fucking fell down my, my, you know how steep my parents' driveway is? I ate shit at the bottom, like, just driving to the bottom of the driveway as Andrew Barkey, my friend, pulled up with a car of his friends. I ate shit right as they fucking pulled up. I think I remember you telling the story in Mr. Wall's class the next day. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah, my leg was pretty <laughs> fucked up. It was, it was like, it was like this big, and Purple. I remember it just being like all like just red and fucked up. And that was the last time you ever skateboarded. That was the last time I ever skateboarded. Yeah, I always the, fantasized about being able to skateboard, but I never too. learned. Yeah, my well, brother did, though. we see in the movie like this kid eats shit hundreds and hundreds of times. I guess you know, don't try it when you're 18 because then you realize that there's better shit to do, like playing video games. <laughs> I didn't grow up in the mid 90s like this kid. I in the mid 90s, actually no, we grew I up, in the, grow up in the late 90s. Late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah. So like, we're this kid was a little bit before us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was born in like 83. Okay. I'm gonna guess. So probably fair. This movie, really nostalgic. All the characters were super real. The cinematography and the way they chose to shoot the film, which I'm try I, I wish I had looked back and to, to look to see what camera they shot on, but I'm pretty sure they shot this in 16 millimeter um, to try to be more like the the 90s look that they're go kind of going for. Like kids. Yeah. Or like or like those two uh, shot on iPhone movies that have that kind of look, uh, Tangerine and Florida Project. Yeah. Um, writing was incredible. Uh, that was, you know, I can't even say more about the writing, but the acting, like all of the characters were super, super real. And like I said, like Rob said, um, there's someone we know who's like literally like his entire childhood is this is his lead characters um rest in peace 
<laughs> He's dead now. I just. <laughs> um, what do you think? <laughs> I liked it. Um, I like you guys said. It felt really real. I thought all the characters were very well developed, and uh, I felt I definitely either loved or hated depending on what, who the character was. But I felt a strong connection to all of them, which um, I thought was cool. And uh, we had talked about earlier, like there wasn't really a sh- like strict or definitive plot line it was kind of more just about these characters going through everyday life and i actually love those kind of movies because i think it just feels you feel more connected to it because it is so real um Mm. i know we said real a lot but that pretty much describes the movie for real for real yeah like a movie like this you kind of just like you fall in love with the characters right and it's like the entire like the movie it was a short it was a relatively short movie it was like 90 minutes shorter than that it was in the 80s it was just barely was over it? yeah movie's just now barely like two over and a, a half short hours film. long for some reason so that feels extra short now. i could have watched that for two and a half hours like i could have literally watched that kid fucking graduate college like uh just follow his let's whole be life. real he wasn't graduating college well steve's a fucking idiot you know what i meant like, <laughs> I like the stereotype graduate from college like he's made it he's an adult now he's 100k in debt and he's an adult hey this was mid 90s so he'd only be like 50k in debt this is true this is true now it's insane like now it's like you might as well just like kill yourself yourself. yeah wow dark it's true no it's literally like college (laughs) you both said it at the same time college debt now it's like it's honestly like college is is like it's to a point where it's like if you fall for college today it's like it's like, haha! You're. St- it's like it's, it's so nuts. It's just so crazy how much money they want. I know. I don't know. I didn't. I went I'm to a aware. trade school and I'm doing fine. Don't go to college, guys. Don't go to college. Just watch our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all the, the education, education you need. <laughs> you'll learn some shit. Janks. Some like, shit you don't want to learn. You'll learn yeah. some, some shit. shit you do want to learn. Yep. Some shit your parents don't want you. You'll learn what beer to drink, how to stay away from STDs, what movies to watch. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right well so <laughs> this movie starts pretty hilariously um because the first thing we see is we just see a hallway in a house and um the next thing we see is just our lead lead character like this 10 year old kid stevie hit the wall as hard as possible it was a hard hit <laughs> he definitely hit that, that wall that was an aggressive yeah, hit yeah he hit that fucking wall <laughs> I don't think they he faked that he fucked that drywall they up. didn't fake that yeah. he hit that wall <laughs> one of the many hits he took in this movie yeah um, so his brother is bullying him we like were introduced to Stevie the 10 year old um, and his brother Ian who's like 17 yeah he's gotta be close to 18 yeah. something like that is and Stevie that young do we know that he's actually supposed to be older is he? Gabe looked it up. He's supposed to be like 12 years old. Yeah, I was thinking well, more like 12. Well, rough. You know. He's young. Yeah. The kid they got to play him looks very young. Yeah. I think that helped. Yeah. Like with the effect of the movie, because every time he like did something, you're like, oh my God, he's fucking doing that. And after a while, you're just like, well, the 90s were rough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really notice, but I guess they were pretty rough. Um, but anyway, so we were introduced to Steve and Ian. And Ian's kind of this old, older brother who tries to act all cool and like try to act like this really awesome person. Um, and Stevie really looks up to him, 
but obviously his brother's like, I'm too cool for that. That's like, like little brother love is gay, like shit like that. Like that's that's who that character is, and their their dynamic is like interesting because like as soon as the first thing happens in the movie, after Ian beats up Stevie. Ian leaves to with a his jug of orange juice. Which yeah, he really always, likes orange. Always juice. drinking that orange juice. <laughs> yeah, I knew a lot of kids that like did that though. Like when like when you left the house in the nineties, like with you were left juice? for the day. No, 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 no. Just no. A that was jug. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Just no, like the jug, oh, like okay. either water, yeah. orange. Juice. I would do that. Okay. Yeah. Just like a whole gallon of water. I don't think I ever participated in that trend well because nobody like in the 90s like nobody i feel like nobody drove their kids around and shit like kids just no. went out because like there wasn't like there wasn't as much or at least not publicized as much like mass murder and like crime that there is nowadays like i feel like kids like these days like on halloween for example like it was like a parade of cars outside of our apartment complex it was embarrassing like people would have were afraid walks. to yeah people like are afraid to like let their kids do their thing. Um, it's because all these people grew up in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so Ian leaves with this jug of shit and uh, as soon as he leaves, Stevie goes into his room and we have like this like montage of just like him like admiring all of his cool shit. Trying on his shit. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this, the CD like the the slow panorama of all the CD where you can it was slow enough where like 90s kids could actually like read the names you could of recognize the CDs. them if you knew what to look for yeah I thought that was like super cool in 90s and like they wouldn't put that shot in a movie today no it doesn't have the same impact because now everyone just has Spotify you don't need CDs mm. and uh, what does he do he's, he's got weights in there he's got all this type of shit um, we find out soon his mom is a single mom who basically, you know, she takes care of the kids, but not really, but like she kind of like always working, can't she tries. really take care of the kids personally, yeah. but yeah. Like a typical like like just working mother, but working she, single mother. But she cares. It's not yeah. like she's like a MIA kind of parent. She yeah, but she's not there. Right, but she, she wants to be more there than she is, I think. Yeah. There's a difference between not being there cuz you don't give a shit and not being there because you're working and you're trying to feed them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I definitely get that. I, I felt that. So Stevie's, like, all on his own. Like, he, he basically trying to figure out... Like, we see shots of him kind of, like... He looks in the mirror, like, in his, in his brother's room and stuff and looks at himself and he's trying to kind of find himself. You know, that kind of thing. Um, he ends up leaving the house, kind of walking around and like looking at kids kind of doing their thing and then he finds a group of kids are skateboarding and he thinks it's really cool so he goes into the skateboard shop and kind of just like Watches. eavesdrops yeah pretends to look at clothes watching the kids just like smiling like huh. yeah like creeping around yeah. the corner just like looking just at got them that fucking laughing at their bread. jokes from the other side yeah. of the room well what's funny too is like even like today, like I don't know if you've ever walked into a skateboard shop, but just if you walk into a skateboard shop, you'll understand why these kids normally don't have jobs, because that's exactly how they are. Like in skateboard shops, like literally, it's like four or five people like hanging out in the back of the skateboard shop, yeah, watching like YouTube videos or playing guitar or just doing non non work related shit. Yeah. Um, how, how did they? How did they end up? bringing him in like how did he make the connection Ruben. to them 
Okay. Ruben. Okay. That hasn't happened he buy, yet, though. Well, it, he traded his, he yeah. traded his stuff with his brother to get that crappy skateboard. Yeah. yeah. That's how he like skateboard tried to. Sucks. Yeah, he tried to like get in with the group by what did he trade? Because his brother wanted like his his well, Walkman. His, his Walkman. And he was like, no. I think was it Super Nintendo games or Sega games? I think it was Super Nintendo. I think it was Nintendo, yeah. I was actually impressed at how fair the trade was. <laughs> well, he stole his shit, because I don't think he gave him all the games. He let him pick one game, and he just took them all. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right, yeah. you're right. He's like, these games fucking suck. <laughs> and he just took them all and walked away. But he got a skateboard, And I so turned to Gabe, I was like, yo, that chef. <laughs> Give me a sliz, bro. <laughs> That's Q-tip. You lost me. I know you don't know this. If you knew Chevy, yeah. you'd be dying right now. All right. But uh, so yeah, he gets the skateboard, the shitty skateboard from his brother. It's like you know, Should one of those I had one of skateboards. Those. Yeah, this little like the weird rim, like wingtip. Wingtip? Is that the name? Something like that. I found one of those in like a parking lot. I was like, oh shit. It had some, like, dorky yeah. graphic on the bottom of it, too. Like, yeah, something lame. they kept making fun of. I, I I forgot that he did he did take all the games. <laughs> <laughs> that was typical. And those but, like, games didn't suck. I'm pretty sure I saw Ninja Turtles, though. Yeah. That was a pretty good one. I mean, Super Nintendo's the shit. They, like, sidetrack, <laughs> but, like, they keep coming out with these fucking systems that are like preloaded with 900 games yeah. and it's like i know it's not like impressive because it's like you can put 900 games in like a like a three gigabyte ssd card now yeah probably or, like a mini micro that. sd fucking yeah. tiny but like i want one so bad um <laughs> but anyway he gets the skateboard he goes into the shop he starts skating with these kids but he meets ruben first um who kind of sees him eat shit and comes over to him and, and is like hey what's your name um, you know, become they become friends. Ruben kind of like is partially only friends with him because he can kind of be his like, like he he's the low one on the totem pole right. if he's there. Right. Ruben the gets to do group. more shit. Right. Exactly. It's it's, it's like another person we know. Yeah. All these people are like people that you probably know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the point. But Ruben's kind of like the, there's the, so the, let's talk about the group real quick. So like there's the group of these skateboarders. Um, there's, I'm not, I'm not going to try to name, number them, but I'll name them. Um, so there's Fuck Shit, which is <laughs> yes. what he goes by. That I is his name. Because every time he does a trick, he goes, Fuck, fuck shit. shit. That was literally the whole thing. <laughs> that was why they call him Fuck Shit. It was still kind of, <laughs> it, it fit though. Like it, no, it, yeah, it absolutely ab yeah, fit. 100%, that was yeah. the perfect name. A Cheryl Crow looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's fuck shit. I think he was my favorite part of the movie, that the, security the guard. Yeah, he was even good. though he was on, in there for 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. We always forget his name. Well, He's let's a comedian. Let's describe right. them though real quick. So fuck shit is like, the is, fuck up. Is he's the fuck up? Yeah, but he's. Like, I can say it like Ruben if you want. Well, he's not the fuck up though, because it's important to say like he's he's the fuck up, but like he's he's as good a skateboarder as the other kid. Ray. What's his name. Ray. Ray. So he's as good a skateboarder as the best the other skate best skateboarder in the group, but he has no work ethic and he just drinks and smokes all the time and is about partying. So that's fuck shit, and he looks like Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ray is like the really like determined 
like motivated, going motivated, pro. GoPro, uh, skateboarder Ray, um, who's got like the sickest moves. Got the sickest moves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The way they talk about it is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, Ruben explaining everything was hilarious. You can yeah. go word for word. You can no, not word for word. I can sum it up. It's gonna get real graphic. So <laughs> let's get graphic in a second. So Ruben is like this, roughly the same age, maybe a couple of years older, maybe fourteen years old. Yeah. Um, and is kind of like the underling of the group, and and like that's why he kind of befriends Stevie. Um, Stevie he doesn't know in. sick moves. He doesn't know sick moves now. Mm-hmm. You can only ollie really, and kind of and look ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then fourth grade. And fourth grade, fourth grade is uh, I think the same age as uh, Ray and yeah. fuck shit. Mm-hmm. But they call him fourth grade because he's so stupid. Yeah. Like he's he in the fourth, fourth grade. grade education. Yeah. But he has a fourth grade education. But he also likes to make movies like me, which they make fun which of. I him also for. want fourth grade education. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> they make fun of him for it until... Well, actually, we can talk about that later. Yeah. So fourth grade is filming everything that this gang of kids is doing. That's his little yeah. side project. Well, so like, let, let's give a extra, like an extra credit bonus here. The backstories here. <laughs> oh. So Ruben, when he goes home, he literally just doesn't go home. Hates it. His mom gets drunk and beats the shit out of him. Exactly. Yep. Um, fuck shit. Do we ever find out about him? I thought Ruben was his brother for a good portion of the movie, and then I did too wasn't. until they explained. Yeah, no, none of, them are, like none of them. I are think he's related. well off because I mean his parents gave him a car. Yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. like the spoiled one who doesn't realize which what explains he has. why he doesn't work for anything. So yeah. he's lo- yeah. So Ray, we don't find out his backstory, but we just know he's really determined. You do a little bit. You do. Yeah, about his little brother getting hit by the car, dying. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Forgot about that. that happens later, and that's movie. why he's so driven. Mm. Yeah. And then fourth grade's like the poorest guy he knows. They can't even afford yeah. socks. Yeah. yeah. And that's then Stevie <laughs> living with Ian, like they seem to be oh doing okay, but the mom works all the time. And Stevie has this thing about hurting himself. Yeah, loves to hurt himself. Oh, Throughout yeah. the whole movie, he's always either like whipping himself yeah. or scratching himself. scratching himself. Like he he steal one scene and the brother Ian convinces him to steal money from their mom and as like a punishment to himself, he picks up her like brush off Hard of the bristled yeah, brush too. Of I know that brush. and just starts like scraping into his, his thigh. thigh and like so he has Morals. there's definitely some some moral stuff going on in his 12 I feel like that's brain. Jonah Hill. But it mm. I thought it was like, like good he, though. Like I thought it was it showed a lot about his character. He, he wrote it too. Yeah. So he, that could have been him. Like he maybe he wanted it to be him like you know what yeah. I'm saying like that's who he modeled the main character after. Yeah. Well, like throughout the whole movie you can see that we're not really like going in an order, right? Cuz it's kind of like an all over. Yeah, we're kind of going around. So, like, throughout the whole movie, Stevie's always trying to be polite. He's always saying, like, thank you, please. Like, he's very appreciative of everything. And Ruben kind of is like, don't say thank you. Like, that's gay. And he tries to, like, tell him, like, like, stop being nice. That's gay. And, like, it's the 90s. So that's what they said about everything. And we'll say thank you. That's mad gay. People think you're a faggot. Yeah, exactly. That's what he said. And then later, (laughs) like, when when, um, Ray is is skinning the the brand new skateboard, 
for Stevie that he gives for him for free, just for basically just being like an awesome kid. Stevie's over there cheesing. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite parts though, because he like Stevie says thank you, and you can tell like he's genuinely. No, he asked so... for permission to say right. thank you. He's and like, he, can, can I say can I say thank you, thank you or or is that gay? And Ray's like, that's just polite. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and I, and I then loved you realize, that moment because yeah. like, okay, Ray is like a good guy. Yeah. Like he's a genuinely like. He good was person. like, he was like, why would you think that was gay? That's that's <laughs> and then, silly. And Ruben is just like standing <laughs> on the edge over there, like looking like a moron. He's like, oh shit! All oh, pissed shit. off. <laughs> well, yeah, because the whole thing, Ruben obviously feels replaced yeah. by Stevie immediately because they go to the party and Stevie like very uncomfortably gets with that girl and I was like you're so small yes. why is this happening so, so before that happens like I just want to lead up to this like before like the group ends up like like kind of like taking him in like he's been skating with them for a bit mm-hmm. um there's this really awesome scene where they're skating basically on top of one of those like 90s middle schools yeah like mm-hmm. with the gap and like the the table underneath and like there's like there's like a good 10 foot the drop roof, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're on the roof um fuck shit goes and makes it um i think ray goes and makes it mm-hmm. and then fourth um, grade is filming everything fourth grade's filming and Stevie says, you know, like in his head, well, they, like nobody... they tell Ruben to do and he goes Ruben to do it. And he's out. like, uh. and then Stevie's like, fuck this. <laughs> Fresh off of getting his new board, tries to jump that gap, eat shit. Hard. Smack. And they knew right away. They're like, you're not going fast enough. He was Boom. bleeding a lot. <laughs> he got fucked up. Yeah, he got fucked up. So instantly, like that was like the cementing point where the rest of the group basically decided that he was cooler than Ruben, like subconsciously, and Ruben like knew yep. that like he was getting replaced, and like he was be- like in Rocket Power, like <laughs> there was an episode. I know I keep quoting that, like when I mention this movie, but like it's very similar. Yeah, like do you remember that episode when Rocket Power, when Squids takes on this new kid? Um, I forget his name. And everybody starts liking him more because he's doing cool things. But then we find out that this new kid is kind of a piece of shit. And at the end of the movie, they kind of come back to Squid. I mean, that doesn't happen. Ruben sucks <laughs> at the end of this movie. Still. Ruben sucks throughout the whole movie. But <laughs> you get the point. Like, this is a lot like Rocket Power. Like, for me, like, growing up, like, mid-90s was a lot like Rocket Power. It really was. Like, I, I Rocket Power, like, it gave me, like, the same feeling that mid-90s gave. Back then, um, I used to watch that because I used to like want to skateboard and stuff. And I used to think that was cool, um, and like I used like that was a super relatable show. I think it's time to try again. Rocket pick power, up, pick or skateboard. up, pick up that board, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shred the gnar. I fucked up my knee <laughs> too, too, too many foot. times. Do a kickflip. <laughs> I liked that they they took the time to put together the montage of. Stevie falling like 900 times like to show how determined he was and then when he does the ollie yeah and he like screams and like throws his board <laughs> yeah. like because because you're watching it and they're just showing like take after take like shot after shot of him just eating shit like over and over and over again and then the moment where he hits it like you feel as excited as he is because didn't he you go just the... watched him fail so many times didn't he go into the fridge and like drink a whole orange juice or something like he really? did steal he some. did something yeah <laughs> he had a little bit. i just thought that yeah. was awesome because they didn't try to like brush over it like oh yeah he yeah he, it he was sucks. effortless he, he learned shit. how to skateboard it's like no he put in all of the hours just to hang out with these guys and be yeah. able to skateboard and i thought that was like a good 
thing to include in there. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, so, I, I, like, during, like, the course of the movie, like, a couple times we were introduced to, like, the pros, or, like, two kids that, like, kind of skate with everybody else, like, which is kind of, like, it's it's still how it is. Like, all skateboarders, like, mingle the same skate yeah. parks and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I've always thought was very cool, being someone who's always kind of been against college and traditional education. I thought it was cool to see people who were in a professional spot like helping out other kids that were in the same situation. This character, Stevie, in the movie, although being really young and not actually being announced to be any kind of like a retrospective on any like actual famous skateboarder, I do think that in this story, if we were to continue down the path like 15, 20 years, this skateboarder probably would be one of the greats, Stevie, just because he's so determined and he just has that right mentality. Um, but that's just my opinion. So, to go back to what you're saying, the pros that are at the park end up talking to Ray because Ray is kind of like the star of the group, and I think that the interaction between Fuxia and Ray in yeah. that scene, because Fuxia and Ray are best friends. Like they've been the whole movie. He says like I've known him my whole life. Like we grew up together. Like they're like best best friends. But they're at that point where a lot of friendships get to where one of you figures it out like one of you is like this is what i'm gonna do and the other one is content doing nothing essentially just being a lazy piece of shit and i think when we saw ray interact with the pros and fuck shit comes over and he's trying to like steal make his fun thunder. of him and like steal his thunder and ray just kind of looks at him and he's like dude you like you need to leave yeah and i was like yes that like great. thank you like don't let him like screw up your future like that that moment i think was really important for like their storyline and like that character dynamic because they, and then you just kind of see fuck shit like drunk out of his mind sitting out on the sideline like not talking to anybody and Ray is having his moment with these like two pros because that's what he wants to be like he's trying yeah. to like get to that level so that was so cringy though because I was like don't fuck this up right. with a 40 in your hand you Cheryl Crow looking motherfucker <laughs> Like, <laughs> and he got close to fucking it up too. Oh man, he did. He touched his hair. I'll put my hand on your chest. Man, he said two <laughs> times. He touched my hair, man. He fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that was. I liked that scene though. I think all of my favorite scenes were with Ray because I think he was the most like level-headed. genuine, level-headed, mm-hmm. like good, just good person. Yeah. You know, and he felt like a I think throwback. it's because he's been through the most shit. Yeah. With his brother dying, him having to live through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely made him grow up probably a lot faster than Reality he would check. have otherwise. Yeah. And exactly. I'm sure he, like, sees Stevie as, like, a little brother, too, yeah. now that, like, they, when, once they, like, get closer, you know? Oh, kinda, totally. Yeah. Totally. I didn't even put that together, but, like, that's totally, like... That's why he gives him the free board, you right. know, I yeah. think. Yeah. Looking yeah, that scene was, like, super cool, and, like, he was just... Like in the just in the shop, like just them two, like and he was skinning the board for him, yeah. like no music on in the background, just quiet. Mm-hmm. Like both of them are just like appreciating like the fact that they both love this like hobby so much. He also does a lot of other brotherly things for him too. Like he looks out for him after uh during the parties and stuff, tells him when to you know, bring it down a notch, yeah. stop yeah. drinking, things like that. Mm-hmm. He tries. Which this party scene, which happened before the the pro scene the party scene, um, so Stevie thinks obviously that like he drink and smoke, like that's what's cool because he sees 
he sees um, fuck shit doing that, but like he doesn't understand that like until later when he hears like Ray continually like reinforcing like good like brotherly values to him, he continues to follow um, fuck shit. So at this party, he ends up like talking to a girl um, and they end up going in a room and doing shit. So that was super funny afterwards when he was like bragging to his friends. <laughs> it so it was so sad, sad and silly at the same time. And then we see like the girl point of view too, which I thought was really cool because it's like, like when you're like that old, like I didn't have that childhood, but like I had like a later, like my in my twenties, I had that that the whole the same thing, like going to party, talking about things and stuff like that. You know, it just like felt really very real. And I thought that was the pretty gossiping, cool. Gossiping, you mean? Gossiping, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So a- after that, they get is th- after the party. They is get the into accident. a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get into the car. Fuck shit's driving. This is at a later party though. It's a later party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's another party. Um, so fuck shit's driving. He ends you, up. You can't skip over how that happens, though. How he just he tells Ray, he's like, "Yo, let's just go and Ray." You can tell Ray doesn't want to go. Oh yeah, yeah. But, he wants nothing. To but do that it. I was hoping personally that he would have punched him in his face. Yep. Yeah. And then once he was like, "All right, Justin," I was like, "This fucking idiot." Yeah. This whole movie's been like building him up to be the nice guy, and then to avoid a fight with his best friend, he just gets into the car with him while he's shit faced. And he looks age. at, and, and that's another moment, like the brother thing, like, cause he, there's a shot where he looks at Stevie, like, am I gonna really risk, like, I, I feel like in his head he was like, am I really gonna risk this kid's life by telling him to get in this car right now? Because he kind of like looks at the group, like, he looks at fourth grade, he looks at Stevie, and fuck shit is just, like, belligerent at this point, getting yeah. getting into the driver's seat. And you see and, fourth grade and Stevie give each other a look to, like, uh... Right, like, nobody wants to uh, get in that car. Like, uh, like, are, are we doing this? Right, and I think that be, out of their, like, respect for Ray, they just kind of do whatever he says, because he's always the one that's level-headed and mature mm. about it. So when, when he looks at them and says, get in the car... They're just like, all right, we're getting in the car. Maybe just for the character building, maybe they should have had Ray not get in the car and walk home instead. I think that would have been better. I thought either he was going to insist that he drove the car or he was going to hit fuck shit. Like, I thought he was going to do more than what he did. Yeah, it was a little uncharacter, like, out of character to to get in the car and not try to at least drive the car or, or... it was just it was a little bit of like a character flaw in the built character building but it's also like you have to figure like they're young and it's like back when you're 17 it's like you make decisions that aren't necessarily the best just because they're friends and shit like that plus it's also like when you're 17 if only one of your friends has the car they're the ruler of what you're doing because if you know what i mean like that was like the thing at that age whoever had the car yeah but he's not the party type like he is clearly like driven on his career and like just hangs up with his friends because he loves his friends but yeah because i don't think you i don't think you ever see him smoke a cigarette no and he may drink once or twice but i don't even remember no i don't think they even drink that either no i don't don't think think he drinks i'm pretty sure he just he just hung out. Yeah. He had a great time, but he yeah. was just with his friends. Like, you know, he, he he stayed sober, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. He did. But 
Um, so then how does... I don't want to mess up the storyline. It's, it's kind so. of like... It's a little bit back and forth, but like, I mean, people who watch our podcast are like not watching for like... Like they're not screaming at us for spoilers. Like we're kind of jumping around a bit. We spoilers know we, are going to happen. We're pretty thorough, but we do jump around a bit. But I mean, it's we jump around a bit because we try to cover everything. Like not everybody covers everything. Um, so then we... we it, this is not necessarily in order completely, but we end up. Um, oh no, this is in order actually. Mm-hmm. The so Stevie comes back drunk. So oh, the, then no, it's not. Then no, that's not in order. That's the order? first yeah, party. Yeah, I was at the last. That's the first party. So after the yeah. first party with the gossiping and the sex stuff, Stevie comes home wasted, yeah. throwing his skateboard, slamming the sliding door not trying to be quiet in any way and ian his brother catches him in the hallway and he's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and his and i loved when stevie looked at him and was like you're a fucking loser yeah. <laughs> like, he just, like this little 12 year old you kid have no looks friends. Up at his older brother and he's just like you have no friends like you're a fucking loser and i mean it's true like yeah. you saw ian in the beginning of the movie interact with stevie's like this group that Stevie is with now, and fuck shit kind of gets in Ian's face. Like, what are you gonna do? And Ian just walks away. And then because... he steals his fucking juice. Yeah, he steals his <laughs> juice. That's the end of that. It's the worst thing you can. That's do. the worst thing you can. Do. I was really hoping for another walk-in with Ian and fuck shit, like at the hospital. Yeah. I really wanted him to beat the shit out of him. Ian. Which way? Yeah. Beat the shit out of fuck shit. I really liked the older brother because, like, as you progressed, like, he he was just this, like, shell of a person who was also trying to find himself, but was just trying to act like this tough guy in front of his brother. But as you could see, like, when his brother hit him, he fucking cried. Yeah. Yeah, he he just sobbed in the corner. (laughs) So his brother was, like, a good person. He just, like, he was trying to do exactly what his little brother was doing. He was trying to fit in without guidance. No father figure, no uh, no mother around to basically keep him in line. He basically was trying to search for whatever it was that he was interested in and never found it. So, like, that's why he had the weights in his room. He had all the CDs. He had the video games. He carried orange juice with him when he went <laughs> around trying to, I don't know, wearing chains and stuff, trying to look all tough. Um, cause yeah, when you see him like have this confrontation with fuck shit on the street, like fuck shit goes up to him, gets in his face and is like, what you gonna do about it? And he kind of just looks like, oh, I don't fucking know. Fucking shit. Cheryl Crow. <laughs> yeah. And we did skip over that. Um, what's that comedian's name? I don't, I don't know. know. There's this little spot in the, in the movie where it's, it's, it's a buildup. It's way early in the movie where like the gang is together and like stevie's like just joined this this group of skateboarders and a cop comes up tells him to stop loitering and it's played uh the part is played by a, a hilarious comedian it's even better because oh, he's he's a security yep. guard and he talks to them just as like a regular guy would he'd be like right, right. you guys gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the talk is great they go back and Th- forth that back and guys. forth was fantastic yeah yeah that was if you if you do anything with this movie, just look up that scene with this comedian and fuck shit. And fuck shit. It's so funny. You, Especially if you like this movie. He comedian. had such a small part. You I can't say that, I don't like think. You show pro looking <laughs> motherfucker. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. He was so unsure of himself. He had no idea what race 
creed oh, he, nationality fuck when he shit came up was. To the fence, yeah. he's like threatening him as like he just walked away. Gerard. <laughs> uh, yes, Gerard Carmichael. Yes, so good. That guy. You gotta see that part. Hilarious. Um, so back to the brother fight. Um, so the orange juice is thrown. Um, Stevie hits his older brother Ian for the first time. He cries. Um, and Stevie kind of goes about his business. And then tries to kill himself. Right. That's a very important part. Oh, yeah. He, he takes, takes like a, a video game control take, or extension cord, cord wraps, wraps around, around his, his neck, neck and just... I don't think he was trying to kill himself. Yes. Oh, oh he yeah. Absolutely yeah, he was. was trying to kill himself. You think he was trying to kill himself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, without any understanding of how that works. Yes. Huh. 100%. I didn't get that from that. I thought he was just punishing himself like usual for doing bad things. No, I think he was trying to like kill himself. Yeah. He was drunk and he was all messed up and he hit his brother and he was trying to kill himself. Yeah. That's how that That's works. what I got from it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. He was like a really moral, he had like a lot of internal moral issues. I don't know why. I think it's just because he didn't understand because he didn't have a father growing up or something like that. I don't know. Don't know. But, uh... But, yep, so he does that. Mm -hmm. And then... So, we fast forward after, because this is a little further back. Right. After that, after the car accident, like, what happens is Stevie... The car flips over um, when Function is driving all of them to the next party or whatever. Um... And like a kind of like a super like intense scene because like a couple of times like they almost get into an accident. I fucking hated that. Yeah. I hate any. I turn a game. Like I was like, yo, this shit's gonna give me a stroke. Because well, you've that been in like an accident or two. I, just so, one, but that's, that's not is. why. It was the flashing light and how it just went quiet. Oh yeah. I was like, fuck. They shine the light right on fourth yeah. grade, like the headlight of the other car, yeah. so bright, and then it's just like silent. And you just see the car on its side. Like, I thought that was... I have been in an accident, too. So any car scene gives me anxiety. And that yeah. was just, like... I thought it was very well done. Because you never you never heard or saw the actual crash. Yeah. But just it was just as effective yeah. by just seeing, like, the headlight in fourth grade's face. And then seeing the car on its side. Like, mm -hmm. it was yeah. just... That, the way that they shot it... It was, was done so well that like you didn't even need to hear the crash to have that same like impact. So, mm. so what happens is like then then we end up seeing um, Stevie in the hospital. I thought he lost his arm. So did I. It was oh yeah, like yeah. it was such so dark. It looked like his hand was outside the car and under the car. It was. It was. It was then. But I'll tell you this right now. <sighs> There's no fucking way they saved that arm. They had they. You would have to cut that shit off. Well, he, unless your first responder was really, really quick. Still have to it do was, it. The weight of the car looked like it was on his arm. Because exactly. when they were driving, he had his arm out the window. Yeah. That's yeah. why it landed that way. Because when the car flipped, he his arm was still out yeah, the window. Yeah, his arm would have been like shred. Like mummy it would have been a mummy bandage. The bones would have been dust. They, when, yeah. You'd have to take that arm. When they yeah. went back, when they showed the hospital, him in the hospital bed, I was expecting him to be like an amput, like yeah. his arm amputated. I yeah. didn't think that he would have an arm at okay. all. At least yeah. it wasn't just me that saw No, that no, then. definitely okay. not. No, I thought, yeah, I thought it was a little weird that he only got in a cast. So he got lucky. But yeah. well, he could have gotten lucky. I mean, if you put it like it realize like most crashes that that happens, like you, you lose your arm. But like, let's suspend disbelief just because this movie was so good. Yeah, All that's right. fine. I'll do that. But so he's in the, I, so he's in the hospital and everyone survives, which I'm all unhurt except him. 
little bit upset that fuck shit didn't just die in that yeah, scene, I, but it's okay. Fuck fuck um, shit. Seriously, he's a piece yeah. of shit. He doesn't even look like he feels bad. No. No. But I thought it was like a cute scene that they were all sleeping in the waiting room, like uncomfortably, like in the and chairs just waiting for him. And scram. when the mom comes in, because throughout the whole movie, obviously this mother is seeing like the transition that Stevie is making. And she's confronts like, I don't like friends your friends. Like she confronts off. them at one point and says like, yeah. don't talk to my son. Like you're not allowed to hang out with them. And then she sees all these kids like who have probably been there all night and morning in the waiting room like yeah. waiting for Stevie to get out of surgery or whatever and you can see it on her face that she has a moment of like okay these are real these are real friends like they do care about yeah. him so she kind of says like do you guys want to visit him and like that was kind of a cute like moment and I when thought. she confronts fuck shit all he says is yo his mom's hot <laughs> yeah I <laughs> yeah. <it> earlier <laughs> stupid uh, he's so dumb. The hospital scene also had a nice one with him and his brother. Oh, that was so good. Where yeah. he shares the shared his juice. orange juice. <laughs> yeah. He just pulls out like two mini jugs of orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous thing ever for me. I, I just think the orange juice is so ridiculous. But You're a man now. <laughs> he just pulls Drink them up, out boy. and he hands them. And he silently just, they both open their orange juice. And just Get your vitamin C and, up. Like, that was their reconciliation. That was a good scene because, like, over the course of this movie, the the brothers went from like hating each other to like the little brother going like, "No, nah, fuck your shit, you're a bitch," <laughs> um, to like then going to like, "All right, this dude is kind of cares for me, but like, do I want to take this juice from him?" He's looking after him, but like in a violent, uncaring way. Yeah. Because like, he's telling him to straighten up, but he's also beating the shit out of him. And yeah. also casually throwing in that their mother is a whore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of weird, like, sibling mentoring of when some they, kind When they were happening. playing video games before you, there were guys. <laughs> a lot of guys. A lot of guys. <laughs> in and out. <laughs> so that scene, like... I said earlier before we started the podcast, like that scene reminds me of Step Brothers when they're sitting in the couch, like, like, and just watching Jaws together. It's yeah. like they don't want to be together, but they're together and yeah. they're just enjoying what, what they can. That that was hilarious. I did really enjoy that too. Yeah. And then earlier in the movie, we didn't really discuss like the mother because she's not really like present in most of the scenes, but like there is one point like at the beginning like the mother like tells him to do shit and, like and he begrudgingly does shit like stevie does does shit but then like after a while like after stevie starts finding friends and like starting starting to care less and less about his family more but his friends he tears her a new one when she tries to separate him from the friends right in the uh is oh the school. in the car yeah i forgot about that scene yeah she tears him a new one she no, was he, scared he tears her a new one she was scared he that was, was the face. beginning of white kids not listening to their parents yeah <laughs> that was aggressive yeah that's why when you see all these other kids the black kids be like oh you talk to your parents like that that's where it started yeah. That, that moment right, right there. then there. <laughs> the mid 90s. Could be. It was a downfall of discipline. Yeah. Yep. I'd still backhand the shit out of that kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like up on the chair, like in her face. Like, yeah. He got. Like, I would have grabbed him by his upper lip, pulled him <laughs> down to earth. I'll put my hand on your chest. <laughs> pulled um, him back down to earth. He's going to look like a Simpson by the time I get done with him. <laughs> uh, but, yep. Yeah, so the brother. The brothers reconcile their differences. Yeah. The group goes in to visit Stevie. It apparently 
they've all forgiven fuck shit for almost killing him. Yeah. Because yeah. no one mentions it. And then... Apparently, he does, he's not too concerned either. He doesn't even either. say sorry, I don't think. Do, like, no, he doesn't. Of no. course not. No. And then, and then fourth grade says, I have something to show you guys. Oh, and, and, they, the and sick, he shows their like, whole movie. His genius. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was shot like a 90s skate tape. That was shot awesome. That was cool. Right. Yeah. You can tell that they still edited that probably on like VHS by like switching over. Oh, they might have. Yeah, they might have. It felt very authentic to me. It'd be easier to just do it digital and fake it, which is I think what they did. Don't ruin the magic. It is magic. It's still magic. It's even more We're going to cut this part out. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it ends, right? Mm -hmm. They just end with that, with the film. It ended with the skate tape. Yeah. Yeah. Credits roll over the skate tape. Which is a pretty, actually, like a pretty awesome skate tape. There's like scenes from the entire movie. Yeah. Which is, I, which was cool because when they shot this movie, they probably just did this thing where they like, they wrapped production for the day, but they were like, let's just shoot, like, let's just do cool, like, and let's just kept, let these kids yeah. hang out and, and do shit. And kept some of that in the actual skate tape footage. Yeah. That seems like that's what they could have done. It was like yeah. super real, like it was super real. Like it, it didn't seem like it was just like a, like a, just a montage skate tape. Like it was like all of them no. hanging out. Yeah. yeah. It felt like the behind the scenes of yeah. making this movie. Like yeah. Like a, like yeah. a 16 year old kid would make. Right. You know, it, it was good. Thought it was well done too, yeah. Um, so, uh, now that we're wrapped up, what did you rate this movie, and what did you think in closing? I thought overall it was a really good movie. It was short, and if it was longer, I felt like I could have paid attention to it. But it didn't feel like anything was missing. Mm. All the characters were well thought out. Fuck shit sucks. Ruben sucks. I liked everyone else, even Ian. Even though he I was an asshole, him. I liked his character. Yeah, I think well, he was a good the character. He was caring, but an asshole at the same time. I'm just going to interject for brother. one second. When you say that they sucked... I didn't like them. You didn't like them, but like... They played their character. Right, like yeah. they, they were yeah. like so they did the, needed. Exactly. They did their job to the point where I thought they sucked. Right, and they I were, wanted were them. supposed yeah, to think that exactly. they sucked. You hated them. Yeah. They that's, were hateable that's their job. on purpose. Yeah. Not hateable as actors, hateable yes, as characters. exactly. Yeah, because if they're hater, hateable as actors, which you can say about a couple other movies this year, but I won't continue to drag their names under the bus. Um, <laughs> traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you, so what did you rate this movie? Probably going to give it like a high 8.5 to a 9. I thought it was really good. Yeah. All right. Um, I give this movie a nine. I thought it was probably one of the best movies of the year easily. Um, it was just the right amount of, of like, it was, it was just the right, right length for a movie. Um, but I thought I could have watched it forever. Like it's one of those movies, like you said earlier, you could watch it just for the characters Mm -hmm. and it didn't really matter what journey they went on because we were kind of in for it the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like kind of like Life Aquatic, why I love Life Aquatic is like I can just watch that for the characters all day, every day. Um, Clerk, same thing. I can just watch it for the characters all day, every day. Um, It was just like one of those nostalgic movies that really just worked. the acting was amazing. The casting was incredible because everybody just fit their character and, and acted it so well. Um, the cinematography was awesome and super, super 90s. And I mean, there's music not enough. too. We didn't even talk about that at all. Oh, yeah, the soundtrack. The soundtrack that, yeah. in this whole movie was good. Yeah. Like when we left, Gabe was like, dude, I think that was like the best soundtrack of a movie this whole year. Yeah. I was like, yeah. 
it was like all of like the best best sound the best um the best songs from like all of like the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, <laughs> Dave Mara BMX, <laughs> and then like a little bit of like radio stuff that we heard in the '90s. Um, the only thing I was disappointed that we didn't hear is we didn't hear um, "Give Me That Gushy Stuff" by Jay Z, which I was a little <laughs> bit disappointed. But you know, you can't please everybody. Um, so uh, um, I give it a nine. Um, give me that gushy stuff. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> You like that one, didn't you? Yeah. I give a it a nine <laughs> as well. You guys pretty much covered everything I was gonna say. Um, I thought the acting was great. I didn't dislike any of the actors from like a performance standpoint. I thought everyone did a great job. Like Rob said, I, the actors I hated, the characters I hated were supposed to be hated, and I loved everybody else. Um, I felt very connected to all the all the characters and. I just thought it was a good, good, solid film. Nice. And the fact that it was from Jonah Hill just made me love it a little bit more. Yeah, he, I he, thought he did a great is job. fantastic. He, I'm not like, he's a great, I, I think he's a great actor. I think that some of the stuff he's in is kind of like, eh, lately. Silly. Yeah. 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 He's I, in I some like good it. movies. Like, have you ever seen War Dogs? I haven't seen it Surprisingly yet. Surprisingly good. He's a great actor. I've always liked yeah. Jonah yeah. Hill. Good in Wolf Fat of Wall Street. He's awesome in Wolf of Wall Street. Any shape of Jonah Hill, I appreciate them Steve all. Steve Madden. <laughs> <laughs> He's creepy looking in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird character. His fake teeth. Oh, I still can like Those see that so perfectly. fucking giant veneers. <laughs> Ugh, so weird. But he's still good. And yeah. this is so great. He did a great job. He needs to direct more movies. And I honestly, like, if there's a, like, stay in the 90s. Fuck it. Like, the 90s have so much to offer. That, that nobody really, everybody like kind of relegates the 90s being like this kind of melting pot of shit. <laughs> but like the 90s like had some of like the best, just it's just like the atmosphere in the 90s. Like this movie, ca- mid 90s captured that so well. well. Like just the ability, like nobody skateboards around anymore. Like we have fucking smartphones in see kids outside. No, no, everybody stays inside and they fucking, they count their melanomas. Well, it's interesting because uh. now it's like, <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that comment, but now it's like movies are either super futuristic or they're like some weird version of the past that no one really knows what happened. And like, this is the first movie that I've seen that has gone backwards, but like just a little bit. Stayed authentic. Like just to the 90s. Yeah. And it was so authentic. And I thought that was like really cool because mm. you don't see that very it's often. It's like people think it's too recent. To go back, but and it's touch not it. like, it's for, not. especially for like our age group. Like, because when you think like about it's, it, it's like fucking thirty years ago. It's nuts. Yeah. I like, I know, I know, like the exact year that like Halloween and shit came out, and people think that's wild because it's like fifty years ago now. And I'm just like, shit. I thought it was only thirty years. I forgot I age. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. Um, but anyway, that being said. Uh, go see mid nineties. Can't go can't. see mid nineties. It's, out, it's of out of theaters. It was in there for maybe three days. Yeah. So wait for it to come out on VHS and Betamax. Buy that shit. <laughs> I'm buying this on 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 all the well, I feel like stupid saying I'm gonna buy it on Blu-ray because like it was shot on a 16 millimeter yeah. camera. Get it on Laserdisc. I can get it on Laserdisc. What the hell yeah. is a Laserdisc? I'm gonna fire up the Before slaves DVDs, to run the Laserdisc. Like records. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cool. Um, 
It's the laser discs are pretty ancient. Would you like to discuss um, my beer? Yeah. So what we're drinking today, um, I am drinking Double Dry Hops Faro Mosaic American India Pale Ale from Night Shift Brewing Company out of. Ooh, I know that Gosh, one. Everett. Yeah. I know that one. I'm blanking. Pawtucket. Pawtucket. Rhode Island. What? Oh, brewed. So brewed, canned by Night Shift. Nothing Brewing good usually comes Everett. out of Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And under special agreement, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Strange. Their accents. Rhode Island close. beers today. I'm drinking Hailberry from oh, Revival shit. Brewing Company out of Cranston, my hometown. What's he's, up? He's got Tom Brady's jersey on. Yeah. yeah. Blueberry sour ale. Definitely so, my favorite sour. It's the best beer ever. What? Let's just debate something real quick. So, like, when you read the name, what do you think of? The first thing you think of, what does it remind you of? He wants you to say Halle Berry. No, stop that. <laughs> Let him neutral. It's already. No, you just told well, him it's now, not. Now it's in my head. He Halle was Berry. struggling, so. It's supposed to be Hail Mary. Isn't that stupid? That is stupid. Delicious. Well, I didn't think about it like that. It's supposed to be Hail Mary. Oh, that's why he's wearing Tom Brady's right, jersey. Right, right. Tom Brady doesn't throw Hail Marys. He's too good. Okay, I did <laughs> not get any of that connection. No, now that it's he's... It's just a good beer. Fucking Go stupid. <laughs> stupid marketing. To me, I kind of think so too, because to me that looks like Halle Berry. Or I like, did not get any of the Tom Brady references. I couldn't I'm figure sorry. it out for That's the while. goat. It's a good beer. Who well, cares? The Just best. drink it. Still, I heard he was bad this week. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that's We're all we've got for this episode up. on the Brutally Honest Network. <laughs> editing editing the, the gameplay? And Shut up. <laughs> fuck you, Justin. Because I know you're going to try and edit this. I think I'm going to edit this one just because. Oh, well. Show him this. You can see that. This is not for our viewers. This is for Justin. Yeah. Um. So... <laughs> Wrapping up. What just happened? Anything to plug, Rob? <laughs> like, rate, subscribe, review, all that jazz. Get us up there so we get more subscribers, viewers get pushed. Check out the Facebook page. Lots more going on now. Mm-hmm. A little bit more active. A lot of action. If I can figure out how to do a poll with more than two questions, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> Any assistance, sir? I don't really know how that works yet. I'm dumb stupid, so probably. (laughs) Um, So yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. Thanks for watching. Please share, like, subscribe, follow, do the things. Um, We appreciate the support. Any subscriber helps us get more views. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. (laughs) Why am I talking like a robot? Um, so in closing, check out Hop Top Films. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of collaboration with Brutally Honest Network soon. We have an office style comedy coming up very soon. We're putting in a pilot for several short films coming out this month on our podcast and our page on Hop Top Films, um, both the network and that. Check it out. Um, we are also starting, and I promise you this time, we are really starting our movie uh, podcast. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be charismatic. This is the best I have. That's why he's imitating William Shatner. Yes. So check us out at 
brutally honest reviews. And Taylor, anything to plug? <coughs> I feel like I can't follow any of that. But no if matter. you want to check out some photography, graphic design, you can go to tbdesign.com. T-I-I-B-I-I design.com. I do some cool shit. There's a lot of food. You'll probably get hungry. Yeah. Follow. All right. So we going to do the things. Record more pods. <laughs> we will see you soon. Thank you for tuning Peace. in. Peace. Peace.